forever. Dog! supposed to have any um uh prepared improvisations no no this is just this is like truly stripped. Okay. if we say anything you don't want to answer just say stop <laughs> strike it from the record this podcast is ultimately terrible and, and emotionally damaging to us our guests and our listeners <laughs> <laughs> i love it oh, i wish i said that on air is it recording Meg? Okay, we're just starting. Okay, this is avant garde. This is historic history. Are you wearing like, a baby G watch? No, Don't this is out. actually a Timex women's white watch. Okay, a white women's watch? Literally, he I. He means it's white. No, no, no. It's no. a oh, yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's a Timex white a woman's, woman's watch. It's a woman's watch that's white. Okay, great. And anyone can wear totally, it. Totally, and that's beautiful. And there's not a wake up alarm, there's a woke up alarm. <laughs> and on that cue, <laughs> get your ears open for our guests, James Adobian. What? Welcome. Welcome, oh you're God. in the mix. Hi, thank you for How having you? me here. You just so happened to be in the mix, but I want to be clear about something about this watch. It's, it is a running watch, and I do run, and I'm starting training again. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that's scary for those around me, because sometimes yeah. you get really crazy and obsessive. But what I will say is I like, wear this. I do kind of like the look of like a chic white, like kind of athletic watch. Wait, Especially if you're wearing all black. Like, you know what's psycho today? We're actually mad. We're, up, we're actually mad. To wear a white pant with a black top is actually the definition of fashion. <laughs> no, Wait, are you in a white pant? Shit. Did you even look at me? You know that it was a frenetic when I got I in. I stood up to the bathroom and no one cared. <laughs> you guys just sat there being like, okay, okay, okay. You guys Wait. are both wearing black and white and shades of gray, and I'm here with a with a maroon shirt with a stain on it. A pop you of look color. Like an all American boy. We like our guests to have a. We like our guests to be a pop of color. I feel like there's nothing more all American than like jeans and like a red tee. Totally, and it's a V neck. Uh, yeah, like a, it's, it's Dr Pepper. Endorsement. That, oh it's my a, God. And I want to be clear. We have to be honest with about something with our listeners. Is that it's a V-neck and there's a chest hair moment going on. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's, true, it's, it's, true. Re- it's a revolution. We're both addicted to that. Yeah. Chest hair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but me, not as much as Catherine, but Catherine. Me, and me. extra, extra. I'm extra actually, much. thank you for bringing it up. I'm actually in. Um, uh, a revival of hair. Uh, oh my god! Off Broadway, but it's it's we're doing it like a reimagining it as chest hair. I love and that. everyone just wears V necks. That's amazing. And look at me, it's time. Did you know that it's I couldn't? Wait, 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 wait! I, just have, I have to go public about something. I have to go public about something. Yeah. Is that I can't couldn't grow one chest hair to save my life. But yeah, recently, that's um, well, never fucking no matter how hard you bet. <laughs> recently, we've been in this. You fuck me, yeah, you wish, bitch. You wish you could fucking peg me like Camille Grammer did to Kelsey. You stupid slut. Wait, that's right. Camille Grammer pegged Kelsey Grammer, and that was been one and that was featured on this episode of that House of Houses of Beverly Hills because they were doing mountain climbing and she got in her harness. She was harness. open about pegging. She she got in, she's unhinged this season, and she was got in her um. Like harness to to rock climb, and she goes, "I'm familiar with this apparatus." Whoa, meaning a harness because she used to harness on a dodo to fuck Kelsey Grammer, kind of TV's Frasier, if you will. Um, we're sure that it was that way. 
What do you mean? That she was pegging him? Yeah, okay. yeah. And that's kind of been like rumored, and it was kind of her moment to say, yes, the rumors are true. I pegged Kelsey Grammer. I think I literally learned about pegging from Broad City. Really? Is that sad? Wow. Years ago, years, years ago. ago. The episode and now it's a huge part of your life. And now every damn day. Every day I wake up, I strap on my harness, and Wait, I go to tea. So we have to be honest about another thing, is that we we're doing our before session after this I time. Know, I know, Or I just us. And so I, would, I, would, I challenge us to, to give some throat, some callbacks during this part, and then we'll have to kind of work them in afterwards. Sure. Challenge, challenging <laughs> throat, throat callbacks. No, like. Enough is enough, James. Enough is enough Enough is once. enough sometimes. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Good to see you again outside of too. Mass Mocha. That was a wild time. Now, you guys made the choice to meet each other in the Berkshires. We made the choice. <laughs> <laughs> you felt comfortable kind of doing we that. We made the executive decision. We talk, Both our teams decided it would be time to meet in the mountains. Yes. We did a gorgeous <laughs> festival at Mass Mocha. It was very fun. We traveled by secret train mm-hmm. and helicopter. Did oh you have gosh. fun there? I did. You, you know, were hosting. I hosted the the night you were there, and I hosted the night before. Uh, I don't know if you were there more than one night, but I hosted I was only there, two consecutive nights. I was the host. Okay. And, um, you know, big performing arts center. Huge. Bit li- giant art gallery, and it's in the Berkshires. And mm-hmm. so I was like, um, I was like within hiking distance, because I was, I was like two miles away. And I was thinking, oh, it's the Berkshires. It's beautiful. It's Appalachian mm-hmm. Trail. Mm-hmm. So I want to go there. The Berkshires. It's it's beautiful. It's breathtaking. Gorge. Did it take your breath away? <sighs> At well, some I took it away, and then I, I had to uh, respire again. Oh, um, I'm sorry. That as happens. it goes, <laughs> oh, no. uh, it it punched me in the solar plexus, and it took my breath it, away. It knocked the wind out of you. Um, I love that. In a but space. I walked what turned into just along the highway for two miles, where there was just like McDonald's trash. I know it's nasty. <laughs> it was because not were, like a hikeable walk. Weren't you staying at the famous hotel? Uh, yeah, we need the to one talk that was about built by Wilco. Wilco made a hotel. Wait, can, and I know this, but for our listeners that don't, what is Wilco? I know, and that's they're a band thing. from Chicago. They're a band um, from Chicago. Yeah, are they um, fracking? What's the deal? They're for like. <laughs> They're for dads, but like also like me is in it, high school. Is it clothing comp? They're not a clothing company. They're a band. Oh, I know. They're for dads <laughs> that used to be in a band. They're for dads that used to be in a band. That's great. Wow. And they own a hotel. They're great. I, I'm a, I like Woko. I'm a fan. And they do a festival at Mass Mocha. Ever. I guess one of them must live up there or something. One of them built a hotel. And it's so beautiful. Wow. And you stayed there. I stayed there, yeah. And it's one of these hotels that has like... The tables are all like rustic, reclaimed, <laughs> reclaimed from the forest, yeah. hewn from ancient grains. A lot oh of stuff is, was hewn at the hotel. A lot <laughs> of I and I, that. for whatever reason, they chose to place me not at the Wilco gorgeous Instagram hotel, but they sort of had me staying at a Holiday Inn nearby, which I respect. Right next to the venue. Can we right, go to a hotel? Nice. Can we go to a hotel? I know. We've never been to a hotel. Can anyone together. pay for me and Pat to go have to a hotel? Have we ever been to can look at me? Have we ever been to a hotel together? If we went to a hotel together, it would, it would, it would be the voice of our generation. You know why? Because me and you are room service sluts. I know. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Don't get us started. Are you room service slut? I can be. <laughs> I can be for sure. But I'm also like, I'm not afraid to assume us to a hotel. Absolutely not. Oh, I am afraid of that. I'm not afraid. I'm deeply afraid of I, I'm so afraid of calling seamless to a place where it won't be really easy to forget it. I know. know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing more mortifying than and looking for I it. gave up, I had to go away. Oh no. Or like I'm here, you're not here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like then like opening your door and being like, hey, like calling out. Like, I, no. <laughs> no I, I, was, I was online to be online. But <laughs> so, like, you live in L. Yeah, but can I know James, we're just meeting, so if you feel comfortable kind of telling me what your whole deal is. You're, you're an LA <laughs> you're an LA princess. You're Princess Charlotte, but make it LA. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm LA princess. I'm heir to the throne. <laughs> 
Um, How long have you been there? I grew up in L.A. No. Oh, wow. Yes. I, I lived in New York two years uh, in, in my formative, in my important years. What oh. are we talking? 20s? 2011, 2013, in my third, in early 30s. Early 30s. That's and where that's, I am right now. So that's when I did my stand up album here in New York. Uh-huh. And I was like, Creek in Where'd the you Cave do it? all the time. Yeah, you're a Creek wow. in the Cave. I did it at the Union Hall. We oh, wow. Oh, my God. You're one of us. We're it's family. Right here. We're a family. We're yes. a fam- if you're in the Union Hall family, you're in our family. <laughs> I feel like the only place that is actually is the only place that is for That's us. where I've told. That's that where and Shake Shack. That's where I spent 80% of the last year of my life. And yeah. I feel really comfortable saying that. I haven't done a show there in a while. I do shows there. A lot. I love the picture of Mary Todd Lincoln behind you. Is that who it is? I think it is. I do the same joke every time I start out where I say, I love this image. Kind of, um, what do I say? I say Princess Leia, but make it colonial. Yeah. She's wearing like buns. Anything you say about that painting goes over well. You're like, okay, mom. Yeah, because she's just there. (laughs) She's so there. She's staring at you. Not laughing, but allowing it to take place. Yeah, I believe in ghosts. Believe in ghosts? I don't believe in them. The question is if they believe in me or not. Whoa, wow. That's beautiful. Did you guys hear that? Write that down. There's, a, there's a studio don't. audience. <laughs> <laughs> they're I like, I like proactive ghosts that are like, James, you can achieve. They're, they're not trying to scare me, mm-hmm. but they're like, James, you know, stay, go to bed earlier. Wake up a little bit. Stay get some course. work done. Wait, so you started in L.A. You were doing comedy. Where'd you grow up? Yeah. In L.A., L.A. No, Catherine. No, okay. Pat, I think it's time for the first segment of our podcast, which is very, very quickly. Who, who are, are you? Who, who are, are you? And, and who, who do you want to be? be? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this a recurring? Yeah, who are I you? love this. Who are you? Who do you want to be? This who is like you? the Phil Hartman acting teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something. This is nothing. Okay, so I am. Um, I am theater. You are. Were. I am theater. Start with were. Oh, who, who were you? Who were you? Okay. Growing up, you went to... Well, I've already okay, botched okay. it. I've already botched it. He's furious. It. I mean, we're feu- feuding. Yeah, you guys are in a fight. Daily Mail. Daily Mail. Daily Ding Ding Daily Mail. Not Daily Mail. Me and Tati or whatever. Wait, who's Tati again? It's a beauty blogger thing. Okay. I don't know about it. Do you know about was I was beauty. You were beauty. Wait, I think I... I am theater. Okay. And I really want to be bespoke. Wow! Wait, what does bespoke mean again? Like you make it. It's a suit. You, you make. make it. You make it. You make it like to to uh, you you make something to order. To order. Bespoke. You make something originally for the occasion. Oh, interesting. Like you might go to a bespoke suitor. As I believe, right. bespoke could translate from whatever ancient mm-hmm. English to um, <laughs> as as requested, bespoke. Oh, like um, a la carte, oh, yeah, like a la carte. Yeah, sure. La, it's like a la mode. No, oh. a la mode. When you put is, ice cream um, on something. Uh, no, but, oh yeah, a la mode is when you put ice cream on something. It's not good. What is it called? And then there's al dente, which means you don't cook pasta. <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted to al dente. I literally want my pasta to crunch. No, I hate it because that, that hurts my head. Biting down on something too crunchy hurts my head. <laughs> really? Al dente hurts my head. Yeah, never heard that. Hurts, my British there's something lover. oddly satisfying about it to me. No, I like it oh, so I, me soft. Too, me too. Uh, so soft, overcooked. My British lover said his mouth is so soft he can't have foods that are too crunchy. Oh my god! You Your British me. lover? <laughs> are you obsessed? Is he, <laughs> does he have gloves with holes in them? <laughs> no, no. Is that what you're picturing? Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. What kind though? Are like what kind of gloves are you seeing? Like like um Oliver Twist gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like totally. Like the fingerless, like hacker almost. Wait, ah, it's uh, either a street uh, urchin from the 1800s yeah. <laughs> or a hacker that doesn't have heating in the building. Oh yeah, That's or a hacker from like 20, 2007. Or the, the, the fourth option is like um, steampunk. 
Yeah. Like Wait, steampunk. Uh, no, the saddest thing in the world. It is the saddest thing. In saddest the thing in the world, actually. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records, and it's in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, Believe It or Not. There's a Ripley's Believe It or Not room that's steampunk. You know, it's yeah. funny. Is this yeah. the saddest thing in the world? <laughs> Believe it or not, something can be this sad. Wait, I actually was home this weekend for Mother's Day, okay, and my off. parents were selling their house, so we had like it was kind of like everyone in the basement kind of doing Murray. I don't want to their... fight with you, but every time you go home, you're like, this is the best. No, but this really is. They're, it's they're leaving on Memorial Day. Okay, I'm sorry. So everyone was like in the basement, like doing Marie Kondo to their childhood belongings, and <laughs> everyone was like, people thought the worst thing. Like no one, I'm one of six kids, so no one really knows whose is what. Which I, except that whenever I have, like everything's haphazard. You never know who gets what. Like it's, and like if I happen to come into like. Like possession of someone else's thing, I'm vilified. Like they're like, you stole my shit, you stole yeah. my shit. But everyone Are you thought, the youngest? I'm the second. Which Just is second so, of six. I'm second, but I demand the most attention. But uh-huh. also, and I command the most attention. <laughs> but I um, but everyone was like. Patrick, do you still want this? And like, it was literally like a Ripley's Believe It or Not like book. And I was like, that's not mine. That was never mine. My mom was convinced we would want like, my mom was like, does anyone want these goosebumps or what? And my mom was like, mom, no one. I'm like, I'm going to save them. I think I'm going to save them because when Jack comes, I'm going to want them. I'm like, no one wants goosebumps Aww. in 2019. My mom's the opposite of a hoarder. She's like addicted to throwing shit away. My mom can be hoardy, but then she loves to th- purge. And then if you're throwing stuff out, she'll, she'll like get in your ear and she'll be like, but didn't that feel great to purge? It's yeah, like, my mom, mom calm down, you're scaring <laughs> the kids. Well, my mom, like, when she talks about like cleaning out a closet, she looks like hungry. Like she's so excited to clean out the closet. I have to be public about something my mom's going through right now. I forget if I um shared this on the last episode, but like she made an Instagram to sell a cabinet that she painted. Right, and you have mentioned this. I have mentioned this on the pod. Absolutely. Just, an Instagram for one cabinet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she... Is going through something where she's following Ariana Grande and Ariana Grande type people. She doesn't know why. And every time she unfollows them, they come back. So she's trying to... Wait, did I mention that? No. Wait, so did they start following her? They don't follow her, but they're up in her stories. And she keeps unfollowing them and they keep coming back. It's kind of a modern day horror (sighs) tale. That is ghosts. That is ghosts. And... That is ghosts. Moms don't understand how to like ruthlessly block things. Yeah, she isn't. Yeah, and I can't power this to help her because they do keep going back. But I think she's free from them now. I would. I mean, it's uh, moms and dads should be able to call the police. (laughs) Someone's following me on Instagram. They should. The police should be available. Wait, so we're an LA kid. Were you like clueless? Or are you nine hundred two one zero? Pick one. Uh, okay, closer to Clueless, I guess. Yeah. 90210 is like the, the 90210 is like a real place. I forgot where they filmed Clueless. Someone's gonna be angry. At me but it also that. it was also set in 90210, like that. It was episode. like a very real place. And famously in the show Clueless on that aired on UPN, Sean, oh, the character, yeah. he was being kicked out of the school actually towards the end of the series because they found out that he actually <laughs> lived in a different zip code. And Cher gave a speech at graduation. She's like, my friend Sean is being kicked out of the school just because his zip code isn't 902. One. Oh. <gasps> chills. Oh my yeah, God. chills. It's like they paid off the t- title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the very end. Um, I was, okay, so I was like in high If you want to know my high school, yeah, yeah we want to know your high like, school. Were you cool? I was cool. I went to like multiple different groups of kids' lunch tables, mm-hmm. especially by the end. Um, and any of them listening to this are going to be like, yeah, but we didn't like you. Yeah. Um, no. But I was like, I was like bounce around multiple lunch tables day to day. Social nomad. Uh, yes. But I like liked all different kinds of people. Yeah. And I like to check in with this group, this group, this group. Totally. Wow. And I, 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 continuing into later young adulthood, I probably had too many extracurricular interests. Mm. I was an athlete and also uh, artist. I mean, arts kid. What'd you uh. play? 
I played football oh, in track and field. Oh, okay. what, what events? What First jock on the pod. I First jock on the pod. I was um, pole vaulter. Wow, my no, brother was not. a pole vaulter. Yeah. My brother the thing was a pole about vaulter. that is, what the fuck is that? <laughs> pole vaulting is a weird sport, and that's why I went for it. Because I was like a funny, goofy kid, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to. I mean, I, I ran 400 meters because you have to, but yeah. like, I was like, I want to play, I want to, I want something different. And yeah. it, pole vault is very different. It's also the most dangerous, it's like the deadliest yeah. high school sport. Because, yeah. Because if you don't have enough momentum when the, when you hit the pole on the vault, um, it can swing sideways and you bash your head against the thing. And that's so it's a very, um, oh my God, dangerous sport. Yeah. I'm very I'm against okay. it. Yeah. Um, my kids, my kids are not going to pole vault. My kids won't either. They can't. They can't. They can't they're, the other, they're, you can also impale yourself. Yeah. You can also impale yourself <laughs> I've on the seen pole the, I've seen the YouTubes. Shut up. Wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's where you take a big stick. Yeah. yeah a stick, and you run with it and lower it into a hole in the ground. And then when it hits the hole, you time it right so that you jump up and the pole bends and it takes you over this... Um, the, um, the standard, which is how high yeah. you're supposed to be able to achieve. So Were there you is good? a hole. You good there pole? is a hole. I was good, but... A little crate. A little... A little Divot. I really track. don't like this. Sorry. I was I was good, but not anywhere near like worth talking about. Yeah. I think my record was like for a fourteen foot. That's vault. good. And if you're it's pole that's vaulters good. out there listening, no, that's not that good. No, it's, it's like, like, but it's like it's it's like you were like a I could, real pole vaulter. I could Look do me. it. For, no, you for, vaulted yourself 14, higher than I'll ever vault. Fourteen myself. feet isn't like nationally elite, but it's like a good. Yeah, um, you I'm know a, it. I, I'm I'm willing to track and beyond. You oh wow. I was a distance whore though, but yeah. I my brother did pole vault and I kind of know the heights. Um, you could have. <laughs> I, I kind of know the heights. I want, I wish there was like adult places where you could just grab a pole and just like play basketball, but nice. you could just pole vault around. Yeah, with Aperol spritzes. <laughs> or if you, if you could like com- commute somewhere. Wait, what is Aperol spritz? It's like all the rage. I'm over it. It's, I'm, um, I'm over like it's watching like champagne, the... Aperol, which is an aperitif, <laughs> and soda. And it's, it's, spritz. Yeah. I'm, I'm over watching, you know, Summer House or other reality shows about 30 somethings, and I'm mm-hmm. over them all ordering Aperol spritz. Like, they're like 30 cool. somethings or the new 20 somethings. I know. <laughs> now you're that was almost. <laughs> I've been paid. That's bold. <laughs> I've been paid to say that. <laughs> I have my 30-year-old By friends. me. I've been yeah, yeah, I'm not. Some brands, some brands online are like, we're noticing that too many 30-year-olds are giving up. Yeah. yeah. We want to inspire them to continue engaging with our brands. And the funniest thing is that literally the only people who listen to this podcast are 16 years old. I so know. I don't know even who I'm doing this for. It's crazy. We have a lot of college kids. Okay, oh, really? so you're pole vaulting, but you're like... I'm pole vaulting ha- around. You in theater? Yes. I mean, I played football and I was in theater the whole time. Oh my God. What were so- your shows? Oh God! Not like some what do you call them melodramas? Mm-hmm. Little um, Lord um, melodrama. Um, Lord melodrama. My dear, the murder has taken place. Oh, arsenic and old lace. Oh, that's <laughs> that's, cool. that's a monologue like, from. Arsenic that sounds and old like a lace. good play. My dear, my dear, murder has taken place. Like that's a play I would watch. I don't like plays. Typically. My dear murder. <laughs> my dear murder. <laughs> my dear murder. I, I would love that. to see you write and star in a play called My Dear Murder. Were you um, hilarious? Uh, yes. I mean, that's why I got into it was because it was like the acceptable way to get on stage and make fun of people or like do funny things. Are your parents hilarious? Sure. Yes. And like, but not, you know, in different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, yeah, what are we yes, talking? Yes. I have three brothers. Oh my God. And cute. where do you fall? Three, I'm the oldest. Wow. He falls on top. <laughs> or on bottom. Wait, what do you mean? Not anymore these days. <laughs> no. Oh, you're a bottom. As I get older. Yeah. As I'm older, you're a bottom. Like, it's not supposed to go that way. Yeah. That kind of goes against trend, which yeah. is cool. Actually, I'm lying. I've just always been a bottom. Oh, that's fine, oh, too. That's beautiful. Wait, I have a question. What do you mean your parents? I'm always a bottom, but I, I prefer to top. 
Oh, oh God. <laughs> so the self-esteem thing. Politically, I'm a bottom. <laughs> Fiscally, I'm a bottom. But That's so funny. But socially, <laughs> I'm a top. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What do you mean your parents are funny in different ways? Well, okay. My dad's got a good voice and could like ruthlessly make fun of people. And my mom's, um, you know, I don't know. My mom is uh, sarcastic and, and more si- and sillier, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just the... I I grew up laughing with both of them and both of their sides of the family, both uh-huh. of their families. Oh, pictured so a, I just like, pictured a montage. Me too. You know, I grew there, up laughing. There's like very different people, uh, different families that laugh at different things, totally. and I've always been. I guess I've always been like um like a satellite dish that was just like soaking up what was funny about anything. Yeah. You've always been a social nomad, even in the family lines. Mm. Wait, my God, you're are you figuring uh, out? I'm an investigative journalist. Yeah. Don't say I'm not. I'm not, but I could be if I wanted to be. It's a fluff piece with a dash of hard hitting. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm Fraser Crane getting pegged on <laughs> advice oriented radio show. Wait, um, <laughs> what is the deal with your brothers? I don't know. <laughs> really? Are you close? Or are you like over them? I don't know. Close to a couple of them. And it, 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 they're all kind of, we're all kind of grown up. And so everybody's, um, everybody's, some of them, some people are busy. And one of my brothers is engaged getting married. And so. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Uh, do you love that or do you hate that? I love it. It's great. Oh, it's great. You like her? I'm I do, and I'm not getting married. No, me. Not either. until I'm getting married exactly when I'm 55. I love that. And it's going to be like, um, <laughs> It's gonna be like like a really clownish bow tie, uh, gay theater event. Cool. So are you S or T single or taken? <laughs> um, S or T. <laughs> um, I guess I'm not taken anymore. She broke up. Yeah. What happened? I'm sorry. You said? Oh yeah. Oh. When when yes. when? Tell us when. Well, this is in my stand-up act, actually. Okay. Um, Feel comfortable. So it's fair play, fair play. Fair play. So I'm, <laughs> fair play. Turnabout is fair play. I was in a. I made up a boyfriend for my stand-up act, <laughs> and then uh, made him dump me uh, just to pay it off, just to change my material. Up. Totally. No, that really happened. He was. We were together for over a year and really in love and oh. then it ended and so now I'm just sort of it been it's been almost as long that we've been broken up I yeah. guess and so I'm like I'm in this new place <sighs> where I'm not terribly motivated to date people yeah yeah but uh I'm so I'm like I guess I'm single but I'm still like oh I what is this thing that's not single? It's you're just single, like but over it. You're single, yes. but yeah. You're not on the prowl, but you're not taken. I'm not on the prowl, and I feel guilty about it. But then I'm like, okay, don't worry. You can like, <laughs> you can prowl again. It's cool. Don't feel guilty. Uh, yeah, My it's, God, it's way cooler to be like, I'm not in the mood. One of the chicest things in the world can be to be not on the prowl. How many boyfriends have you had? Not terribly many. And Me too. Me, like, I would say more than half <laughs> of my <Joe>. boyfriends. <laughs> I said exactly. one boyfriend. <laughs> more than half of my boyfriends were in New York, but they were like, it was like short term. It was like speed speed dating yeah. boyfriends where it was like three to six months each time. Yeah. And the, 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 like the two years I lived in New York, it was just like, the, I, I was thinking about the other day because I'm in New York and it's raining and I'm walking mm. around going like, what did I do on this street? I know. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. Um, but yeah, not, a, I'm not, I, uh, I, I, so I go through like long periods of being single and then sometimes a relationship happens and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but you don't uh, need it. You don't need it. I get the sense from you. You don't need it. Uh, I'm not like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not like always looking to be settled down with somebody. 
Yeah. I have, I kind of, there's things, I get more shit done if I'm single. I know. Because there's no one else to explain to that I have to, <laughs> that I have to do stand up all the time at night and then I have to do mm. cartoons and acting stuff all the day, in the daytime. Yeah. And like, um, you know, where you're like, oh, no, I, I just want to, <laughs> I want to work until 11 p.m. and have nobody tell me. Yeah. That that's not a, that's not a problem. Or I want to do nothing until noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's super real. I, I know, get- but I also feel like sometimes when I'm in a relationship, I'm forced to do more and less laying around because they're kind of like around, and I'm like, I want to look like I'm doing something. You yes, you, there's like a. It's almost. This is like from a performer point of view. That's like there's always an audience. Yeah, yeah. No, it, you have no idea. And also, always an audience that wants a refund. The other day, I was like, I'm in a bad mood. I know it will put me in a good mood. If I go on some random date, I'll be in a good mood because I'll be performing for this random person, and that'll ter- that'll cheer me up. Yeah, and but that's sort of what I've been doing. Yeah, I feel like for me lately, it's been actually helpful. I've been like. I'll be like I'll be in a good mood if I have right for thirty minutes, even if it's bad. No, that's true. That's I'm, been really helpful. You've been you're doing what, what, really good what lately. What puts you in a good mood for thirty? If I if I do something productive, like if I write for thirty minutes, then I'll be like then I because sometimes I'll be like oh my god, like so. Full mm-hmm. disclosure: I have a disease right now where I'm watching like four to five seasons a month of old survivor and so sometimes <laughs> yeah it's it's i'm actually one of the it's first first known cases of the disease <laughs> and um there's no cure and i'm a rare blood type so yeah. but, there's um, no cure there's like a methadone where they put you on yeah. like other reality shows i'm going to clear i'm going to a methadone clinic where i just kind of watch big brother for a couple oh. hours a day um but if I'm like, well, what if I just, you know, even if I, um, my new addiction is playing is with that, this wet. Is that wax So there, No, there's basically oh. like a candle in front of me and basically. Basically every, that's a <laughs> And essentially every time I'm here, I touch the wick and my hand turns black. And it's that's this island, island coconut mahogany. Oh, is that really what it's called? To tack on mahogany is really bold. I know. It's like. I just uh, think uh, it's, uh, it smells, to me, That I, I wouldn't call that island coconut mahogany. I would call that smell um, someone that you meet in West Hollywood and go home <laughs> with them, but they're cooler than you. <laughs> um, wait, what's what's the West I would Hollywood? Call this like, uh, if you can't cut it, just pass it to me, and I'll try. Okay, you're weird. <laughs> I'm joking. That was a joke, Catherine. That was a textbook joke. <laughs> <laughs> Something about oh, where is that taking me? Where is that taking me? This is taking me to um, something about like a sad. Salon. This is taking me to lotion. Men, men's salon. My my, my run in with candles is every time I, it's taking me to suntan lotion, but they always do. I know that's where no, that's it's, where I went first. It's taking, that's the coconut. It's huh? taking me. To like, but yours was so good. Your James's was so good. Yeah. Wait. All right. So as someone who I you feel, know what I mean when you go home with somebody and you're like, oh, they're way cooler than me. They know music. Totally. <laughs> No, I'm always the cooler one. I'm never I'm like, the cooler one. Fucking loser! I'm so sick of this. I'm yeah. tired of taking these losers home. Why do I fly across the country to West Hollywood to take these losers home? Honey, if I knew, I'd tell you. Is it be- is it better to be gay in New York or to be better to be gay in LA? Um, it depends on what you're looking for. E- oh, what are you looking so for? So what are? Well, I was gonna say, what are you looking for, and then I'll swap, swap it into a city. I would say, okay, this has been said. People know this about New York City. New York City, especially in the summer, is even into the. I mean, I don't know. All all year round, it's like publicly sexy in a way where you can walk down the street Mm -hmm. and someone can look at you and be like, "I want to have sex with you." Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, That happens less in LA, and people are like, "Well, James, also you're." (laughs) 
You looked better when you were. <laughs> no. Were. no, 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 no. Okay, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, there's people inside my head that are like heck- yeah. hecklers. The get them out. Get them out. It's, and get I them mean, on the pod. I, ad- <laughs> I adapt my act to these hecklers in my head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I feel like New York is more openly sexy, and you can be like, you can be people. I, I, something about the city stresses people out to where they're like, I need to get out of here. Uh-huh. And like, I feel like half the people you encounter all the time in New York are like, I. I just have to get out. I had to get out of my apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. and I'm stressed out. I've been stressed for 10 days. Sure, yes, let's fuck. Yeah. So New York is better for just so fucking. True. New York is better for kind of fucking a cracked out, like, finance person. I'm making it sound terrible. No, no I agree. it's so true. It's like, whenever I see whenever we see each other, it's just like, I, God. I know, but I'm like, is it New York or is it me? It's both. Because, and, but then in LA, it was very like. Do you want to know the most interesting thing about me? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's how she starts all our conversations. <laughs> Welcome to Strangers at Parties. <laughs> I am. Um, New York can't stop getting absolutely slammed. In LA, I only fuck people. I've only fucked people who I've met in New York. You're in New York. Oh, first. that is also very true. Yeah. LA is much worse for meeting people. Yeah. Um, it, you have to. I've grew up there, and now I'm almost forty, so I'm at the time of my life where I'm like, I don't care. Hmm. And that is probably that's oddly like the best way to meet people in totally. LA. Totally. Yeah. Um, or have a bar or places or shows that you always go to, like where there's a oh scene that you go to in LA. Do you have a bar or spot? Yes, I have a couple. Is it Sir? <laughs> is it Sir? No, do, do what's care? Sir? Reality TV. Reality TV. Oh, okay. Vanderpump Rules. Oh, you don't Vanderpump. care. You don't care it's about Vanderpump. Uh, no, I. I think where is that? That's in West Hollywood. Pump is also in West Hollywood. Oh, no, I don't go to West Hollywood. I'm okay. Silver Lake. James, Silver you're Lake. the only one shouting. Where is, what's your spot? I used to work in West Hollywood before Vanderpump Rules. Um, that before d- the reign of it didn't the exist. Vanderpump. It yeah. didn't exist. A simpler um, time. Uh, um, um, what do you call them? Dynasty. Um, I used to work at this bar called the Motherlode in West Hollywood. Shout out to the Motherlode. Shout out. Shout out. You guys go to the Motherlode. Yes, go to the Motherlode. Treat the bartenders well. Because they could be on your podcast. They could be on your podcast. (laughs) Now I'm plugging my old job. And we actually only allow one plug. That's going to have to be your only plug. (laughs) (laughs) Guys. Guys, plugging my job from 2005 to six. That's amazing. I have two questions. One, how did you meet your most recent boyfriend? At a diner in L.A. Um, that is that's '90s we rom com. That's my Brian. That's my Brian. That's you got mail. That's it was. We met. We met at a diner, and then we were friends for a few months, and then we started ruthlessly fucking. You're sitting there. You see this person. Are you with friends? How do you start talking? Oh, I saw this. I came in, and it's it's you know like 1 a.m. So we've both separately been at different bars. Okay, so it's a late night. Situation. Late night diner. I came in, and it was like uh, uh, there's not a lot of people, and I was like, oh my god, this is super hot guy. Yeah. So I was a little scared, so I didn't sit next to him. I sat one seat over. Were you guys alone? Uh, was it no, a... We were not alone, but we were kind of alone in that corner. But was it the bar of the di- was it the bar of the diner? Uh, no, 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 no. Different, uh, it, we, uh, we had come from different places. No, but was it like, you know how yes, like a diner is uh, a diner bar? They were at the diner bar. Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah, sure. Where no, they're like, there's a bar in the back. No, 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 no. No, no you don't know, like how they're no. like, when you walk into a restaurant, they're like, you want to sit at the bar or the table? Oh, it's at the counter. The yes. counter, the counter, the counter, the counter. Oh, that's the word we were looking that's for. That's the word we were searching oh, for. Oh, thank we, we didn't know that. <laughs> we didn't know that. Yeah, we were okay. sitting at the counter mm-hmm. and um, and he started talking to me and then it's like, 
You know where the thing, and he, he was, oh he's younger than me. So there was like this, uh, this thing where you're like, kunk, 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 kunk. I'm not just some fool. And of you're course, no fool. Now he would say, no, James, you are some fool. That's no. why I started talking to you. <laughs> so wait, first of all, sidebar, what's your type? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, no type necessarily. I like. My, do you say do you like my honk sound? Uh. <laughs> that was good, fun. I don't have like a strict type, um, you... except the strict type. <laughs> <laughs> do you like Y or O? Younger or older? Oh, ah, used to like older, but as I get older, what I realized oh. was. It's an age range. Really? I wonder if that will it's happen. It's an age range. Betr- That's what's porny to you. It's a, it's a, it's just a, I have, it's an age range between 25 and 45, which is kind of, and so I'm like now approaching the upper limit of that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I get older when I'll, if I'll like younger. Right now I like older. Now, right now you're like older because you're. But not that much. I always say 30 ish. I'm 30 at flat. I'm 30 and six. I'm 30. I'm 30 and six 30 months. Flat. <laughs> I'm, I'm 30 I, flat. 30 even. Even Steven. Literally just had my 30 Push, and six months. No bets. I want a fucking old guy. I you want to? Well, that's the thing too is maybe also I'm, my age range is slightly creeping up because the thing that happens is. How do I put this? Boys who are 23. Are, can, are super hot in a way that's hot when you're 23. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I don't have, I'm not going through any of that Yeah, anymore. I know. Boys who are 20. I need someone who's advanced if they're going to be. I, I can't even young. talk to someone younger than 26. I want a fucking old divorcee. <laughs> I can't. I can't. They you, speak a different language. They, they do. do. They don't get me. They speak a language of like, um, hey. Hey, hey. The only people I ever like meet. my impression of a 26-year-old? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey. hey. When I was 25, I was like, um, hey. But no. now I'm like 26. <laughs> no, so I'm just like, I figured it out. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the only and then, guys I And then there's like, oh, I'm 27. I wish I could go back to 26. I, that's I know. That's, that's Catherine. <laughs> Can you believe we're senior freshmen? <laughs> I know. Can you believe that? No one talks about that. Um, <laughs> For you to be when a, I was senior a senior buddy. Yeah, when I was a senior, Catherine was a freshman. No one talks not about that. Not in the same place. We did not know each other. Senior yeah. freshman. But that's sort of the gap. Oh, wow. And that's why this is porny. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you, that was the what naughtiest you Varsity frosh mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Frosht. Wait. How did you settle on 55 as the number you would have your wedding? Oh, I, that was just pure. I was just grabbing at something. You Textbook just, joke, Pat. Textbook joke. I just thought <laughs> I, 55 is like 16 years away, so I have plenty of time to worry about it. Yeah. That's so much I don't, time. I mean, I have plenty of time to like not care about it and then think of it later. Do you think you'll... I just kick the can down the road. Yeah. Do you think you, you think that day will ever come where you do care about it, or do you think you'll always kick the can? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um... I've been madly in love in my life. Oh my god! I've been terribly lonely in my life. <gasps> yeah, I've been neither. Where I'm like focused on work. Yeah, that's the best place and, to be. Because um, you're most in control. And then there's other there's other things that aren't. What I mean, that don't fit into my 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 three part um, life cycle. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, there's like other moments that I are worth going into. <laughs> Yeah. Almost none of this is worth going into. Here we always sit going into it. Parts of my life I've been really lonely. <laughs> oh parts God. of my life I've been fulfilled and in love. So we have to be clear that James has been on so his death. Much. James has been on his deathbed this whole time, and this is kind of like his last rites. <laughs> would you rather be madly in love or terribly lonely? I'm. I don't know if you, uh, if the listeners would understand this, but I have 
half-written poems that are scattered on the floor on sheets of paper. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And, and they're and, beautiful. And copies of the Atlantic magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coffee, coffee mug stains on the magazines. <laughs> oh, oh my, my, my cat, which mm. I'm now realizing will outlive me. You're giving me Love Actually guy. Um, oh, the fair, beginning. Fair. What's yes. that actor's name? I love him to death. Um, George Plimpton? Yeah. I don't know. No. And what's your dream? My dream... Um, uh, my dream is to just get back to New York uh, really? in really? time for medical science advances that make me feel like I'm 32 again. I know. Uh, oh I my know. God. I'm going to be 32 in 18 months. No one's talking about that. That'll be good for me, I think. Don't you see me as 32? 32 is my... I, I think my favorite time was 30 to 33, and specifically 31, 32. This is my favorite time right now. Oh, my God. Wait. I'm so, my favorite time. It's amazing. So I should look forward to the future? Now I've heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't dread my... Uh, it's different for women. I, I guess it, it's most things look are. <laughs> look at this. It's not You're rubbing like your ca- cheeks. Catherine's rubbing her cheeks right now. Uh, They're so bouncy. <laughs> and she's saying, look at this. So you like... The cheeks bouncing. Yeah, like my big and asshole cheeks. Uh huh. And the problem is, they you're saying they won't bounce forever. Soon I'll have a sort of hollow, slack jawed. Oh yeah. I'll look like Scream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Scream. Don't start about Scream because I love Scream. Not that Scream. I know. Wait, yes, the, movie the painting. Or, the movie or the painting. Yeah. Oh. You. you know what? You know what defines our friendship? He's the movie. I'm the painting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Scream. <laughs> <laughs> every. Yeah. Uh, it every, sounds like is this. that Wil- <gasps> Wilhelm? Is that what it's called? You know that that sound, Wilhelm. The Wilhelm scream. Yes, Wilhelm scream. Uh, I, it's, I, it's like it, a stock sound. I hate like the name. A, <laughs> It's or, or it's like I forgot what it is actually. Your headphones popped off. I know crazy. you're kind of making you're kind of, this podcast is gonna go popping up. Right. Wait, my hair is um, slick. Wait, it's clean. The name Wilhelm. I'm like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere in certain spaces. Are you thinking of Willem? Nope. That's a hot name to me. Nope. I'm thinking of Wilhelm. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I don't like Willem Dafoe. Why? Because my teeth. Uh, <laughs> I lead my I'm teeth forward. Okay, well, I'm Where's he from? Because I, he's Dutch. He's Amsterdam, but he's lived in New York forever. Oh, my yeah. God. I love that. Um, well, I'm deaf. There was a firefight. <laughs> What's your fave voice to do? You're a voice queen. Oh, my God. He's a voice queen. I am a voice queen, yes. Um, I, 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 It changes over time, I guess. Yeah. Do you like my... I, um. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I'm gonna sample that for my new pop hit. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I'm on. I do a lot of cartoons, so a lot of voices I just come up with in the booth, and then they go away. You're living the dream to do cartoons. I used to work in promos, and the, these voiceover stars would come in pajama pajama pants. Like they seem like they live the the best life. Um, pajama pants is actually that's a power outfit if you're in the voiceover. Industry. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. That is. Our version of wearing a Brooks Brothers suit on the subway. <laughs> uh, pajama. Pa- that's that's what Burbank does to really show that you like have made it. Yeah, you throw on a pair. I love pajama pants. I feel. I, I don't. I, feel, I, I feel erotic. Feel like a, I feel completely trapped in pajama pants. I feel amazing in them. <laughs> <laughs> you feel completely trapped. <laughs> The earnestness with a the desperation in your voice. That is, if you started with that, you could write a book that you could write a book that literally would be like on the vapid top one hundred greatest. People would be like, "This book, it speaks to my my vapors." Oh my vapors! I feel completely trapped. I feel trapped in pajamas. A ten-part essay series. 
that. You know why? It's because it reminds me of, of uh, how do I, how do I, how will I ever explain this? <laughs> I'm from Houston, Texas, where it's famously always hot. Oh, I hate hot. And there was hot. always this, this performance of it Christmas Eve. It is always Eve. hot there. It's always hot. And there was this performance Christmas Eve of wanting to, wanting to be in the snow, wanting to be in this cabin. And so I'd slip into my pajama pants and every night I would wake in a, in a heat, just heaving, sweating. And I had to rip them off and I'd be like, Christmas isn't for me, I guess. <laughs> it, does it never snow in Houston? Or like once every twenty years. Once every twenty years, there's a light snow. So, so it's never cold, and so the weather is it's like hot, hot rain or tornado. That's the weather. Yeah, I mean sometimes sometimes it's like a ni- like winter is like a nice fall day in New York, and and that's what so the, that, um, and that can be amazing. And that's what they would have you believe L A is. I go to L A for oh, nine fuck days, LA. and it was literally it's so cold. It was forties the whole time. Forties. It's I actually like, been really cold in L A lately. Every time I go, forties. We're talking, about, we're, we're talking you, about 40s. You were, what you were sold was the the Randy Newman video. Dun, 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 dun. Sunglasses, palm trees. Yeah. But babes in bikinis. That's I want to be a babe in bikini. Oh. I, w- I went there. You know, the palm trees are there, but it's but they don't tell you is, is it's cold around the palm trees. And you're like, mm. oh, you look at the palm tree, you're like, you're a liar. And I go, I go on the record saying palm trees make me want to die. Yeah. There's something so... Well, palm trees make themselves want to die because they don't grow naturally in Los Angeles. Oh, really? How do they get there? They were planted because they grow in Palm Springs. So they were all planted for the Olympics in the 20s, I guess. And they're all about to die. Wow. So there's a big debate in Los Angeles whether to replant the palm trees since they have to be replanted. Every 80 years. Every 90 years or something. I say or just do it. do it with native L.A. plants, which is more like, I don't know, um, Authent- chaparral bushes and stuff like that. I don't what care about that. What side do you fall on? What, I'm, uh, my, okay, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm a moderate. I'm a centrist on this issue. You're I say, across the aisle. I say phase out some of the palm trees mm-hmm. and keep some of them symbolically because of how iconic they are. They're not okay. hurting anybody. Yeah. When I land in an airport, I want there to be palm trees. Inside the airport, actually. The, Inside the airport. Those are unhappy trees you know, just to make you happy. There's a space in New York City yeah. near the Oculus, which is a space from the future. But I feel very safe there. It's the office building where my the mom of the kids in any work. There's like a lobby where there's palm trees everywhere. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's amazing. It's a getaway. The it's, Oculus. It's the closest thing I've been to as to a vacation in years. <laughs> are you sure you're not just accidentally walking into the Oculus? No, again? the Oculus is like mm-hmm. sterile. Like it's a spaceship. It's like that's where the kid I nanny boxes. But it's a great place to charge your phone. It's an amazing, amazing space, space. That. And it's actually an amazing <laughs> space to raise your scooter, which no one talks about. To raise your scooter. To raise to raise your scooter. <laughs> To raise no, you your can't. Scooter. You can't raise your scooter. They're terrible school districts. I adopted a bird, and uh-huh. now it's a full-on lime. Do you have pets? No, I have plants. I don't like when also people have a plants. stand-up joke. Also, every third topic is actually something I've talked about on my stand-up. See, oh, so are you dragging me for even asking? <laughs> See, there's certain straight couples, and maybe gay. We're learning. We're, like they, they get so obsessed with buying plants that they, they need something that I call a plant shelf where they have these shelves in their apartment yeah. the entire shelf is just plants and yeah. I'm like now you've gone too far and now I need to call one of your loved ones and tell them that you need to move home from New York um most of my plants I've had for a long time and they're outside that's better they that's where they belong I, he's a moderate he's a moderate I'm a moderate if a plant if a plant keeps I, it's then I'm like I'll, I'll coddle it more Sometimes if a plant comes back from the dead, you're like, this plant is hardy and deserves a life. Nice. If a plant bounces back, you're like, all right, I'm writing you into the will. Yeah, for for three years of my life, I was in a long-term relationship. 
And we talked about things like plants. And now when I see a couple who had, whether or not they had plants or not, I just feel bad for them. <laughs> what stage is that? I'm just like, oh, the idea of setting up house with someone is, uh, feels horrible. Nesting. I'm nesting with myself. That's beautiful. I want to get Kit Kats in bed. <laughs> I can't stop. Well, we recently had um, an experience where Catherine was addicted to um, buying Kit Kats and I was addicted to I these. relapsed. So, these, so did you? I'm sorry. She I relapsed. You, you were doing amazing for a I, while. I didn't have them forever. And then all of a sudden. We, we would walk into a CBS. You wouldn't even look at the Kit Kats. Is it triggering? Wait, we're going. Oh. Is it triggering for you to have to. To have something that snaps yep. in half vertically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so guys, beautiful. We're, we're going to hear the about the edges, they're so chocolate. We're going to hear about Catherine's <laughs> Kit Kat relapse when we come back. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com. And subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.